I ran 15k yesterday. Don't worry about it. Are your legs holding up? Fine. I ran another 8k today. Fantastic. Well done. Bit of a tight hamstring. But Just be uh, careful. Just be careful. You're not a young man. That's all I'm going to say. That's why I'm doing it. Well, yeah, but doesn't you still got to be careful. I run over 100 miles in February. Well done. Thanks. In episode 103, we're sticking with the independent bottlers as we try a smoky little number from Gordon and McPhail's Discovery Range. Yep, we're going to be tasting their 13-year-old single malt scotch originating from the Kalila Distillery on Isla. And why not check out this week's thumbnail and maybe another picture of this whiskey bottle on our social media sites at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And if you've got any comments about our new whiskey rating system, please let us know. Get in contact or leave us a rating. You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Welcome to episode 103. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nicholas Kent. I thought it'd be posh this week because we've got quite a posh whiskey, I think. Is it, the, the is it a posh whiskey, is it? From Pomp- Pomp- Portsmouth. Posh. I <clears throat> don't know. Is it, po- is it posh in Portsmouth? Hang on. What football team are called the posh? Isn't it Portsmouth? I don't know. Google what? it. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> what football team? Hello, everyone. Welcome oh, to Whiskey cool. and Things. I don't know if Dave did that while he looks up things on Peterborough. Oh, Peterborough. I was way off. You <laughs> Samsonite. I was way off. I was way off. <laughs> Swinny, Swanny, Swinny, Swanny, Samsonite. Oh, Samsonite. right there. I knew it began with a P, you know. Give me a break. Give me a break. Oh, dear. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. Thank you. Thank you. Back to our Monday recording this week. So um, it's dark outside already. No sunshine. No football. No going and playing in the sunshine like last week when it was sunny. You've got a weird look on your face. Oh, I can't remember what day we did it last week. We did it Sunday. <laughs> oh, you're, yeah. you're saying it was like old school Whiskey and Things Day when, oh, when we recorded on a Sunday. Oh, of and, course. And it's course. sunny outside and you want to go play football with your friends. Man, it's been a long week. That's all. It's been a long week. <laughs> it has. Dear listener, I'm doing jury service at the moment and haven't been called in for a single case. Yeah. Anyway. Is that personal? Has everyone else been called in or just I not don't you? know. I don't know. <laughs> what, are you sitting in the room by yourself? No, no. well, pretty, well, you're all in these little isolated booths because they're still so COVID bothered. Oh, so my word. It okay. really does feel like you're sitting in there on your mm. own. Well, I hope you get a tell-off bad person very soon, Dave. Mate, the thing is, if they put me in now, they're just going to go down as guilty anyway. they've wound me up they've wound me up that much like they could be really innocent I I don't think it was the defendant's you know choice to keep you in there Uh, well do you know I think I could probably get um, fined for saying that (laughs) (laughs) for saying that I've gone in with preconceived notions clearly I'm not going to do that that was a joke everyone that was uh, a joke this is a podcast where we tell jokes and we have fun and we also drink whiskey Talking of uh, jokes, shall we try this week's whiskey? That's really harsh. That's I haven't harsh. even tried it yet. I haven't even opened it. I don't even know what we're doing yet. You couldn't be uh, more wrong. You couldn't be more wrong. Let's uh, get into well, it. You told me it's posh, so it definitely isn't a joke, is it? No, it's not. Uh, shall we get on with it? Yes. Yes, All already. Right. So, this, this week's, week's whiskey. whiskey. Gordon and McPhail. Who? 
Gordon and McPhail. Have we done one of these before? No, hope not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if we have, oh wow. No, I'm sure we haven't. Well, we haven't, have we? It's no. just a name I've heard of quite a lot. I brought them up a lot. I've right, them okay. up. I've had this bottle for about a year. Anyway, we're doing their 13 year old Kalila single malt scotch. They're th- from their discovery range, um, which is like their their introduction to their to their whiskies. So yeah, this is the one, right? See this cork yeah. on the top here, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, this isn't the original cork. This is the original cork. This is the original cork that Danny Gruff broke trying to get a massive pop out of it. Uh, so a replacement cork, Woodford Reserve cork in it. But this cork is lovely. But it did break. Yeah, because he... he <sighs> you should see Danny Gruff open the cork. It's horrific. It's horrific. Anyway... Here's the bottle, Dave, if you haven't seen it before. Looks looks pretty, that does. Doesn't it look pretty? And the cork was nice too. Innate, it's innate design. Wood, innate, it's got a nice, is that the right word? I don't know. It's got the logo like like burnt into the top of the uh, the stopper. Nice. It's wood. like the Downmore logo, that. Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. And uh, yeah, the, the bottle has a lovely kind of copper um, badge on it for the Gordon and McPhail and uh, all kinds of other stuff. On the label, you've got all all the tasting notes and uh, all kinds of stuff with about the distillery and uh, discovery range. And it's just a nice, classy, nice, good, good looking bottle. Are you sure that wasn't the Downmore logo? No, it's not. Well, it's a it's On the a top stag. of the cork. Yeah. Which is just a stag. You know, it's like a... Like it a looks Scottish. identical to the Downmore logo. Well, it's, just, it's not. He's got his... This, uh, isn't the Downmore logo like a front-on stag? This is yeah. more like a... He's doing like a... Ferrari or uh well I'm looking at it over zoom net mate hold it close to the camera can you give me some light on that as well mate uh, I'll just google it because I mean yeah see that yeah (laughs) some people would look at the website before they do the podcast on the whiskey but you know at least just have it up and ready oh I see it's different right yeah it's slightly different it's very (laughs) similar it's very similar it's a stag who was who was there first which company started first? Uh, well, this was 1895. These guys started their yeah. their shop. They actually started in a, a grocery store. That's how they started. Like a lot of kind of Scotch brands, you know, right. like Johnny Walker did. They started like blending teas and stuff and, you know, selling stuff like that and then started blending whiskey. And uh, these guys are the same, Gordon and McPhail in, a, in the Speyside region. Founded by James Gordon, not James Corden, James Gordon <laughs> and John Alexander McPhail. Um, the commissioner, Jim Gordon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Topical. Is that why we're doing that this week? Because Batman came out. Because you know yeah, what, Nick? If, if you squint a little bit on that logo, it does look like Batman. It does look the like Batman. The Batman logo. <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> yeah, those nah. guys founded it. But yeah. um, I'm kind of going a little bit of history because this is quite important, actually. Um, but there was a guy called John Urquhart. That is how you pronounce it. I've, I found out. U-R-Q-U-H-A-R-T. Urquhart. Anyway, he joined the business um, in the early years as an apprentice and uh, made a real impact, apparently. He established himself as a valuable associate of James Gordon, selecting, purchasing and maturing whiskies from local distilleries. He also assisted in the creation of house blends, etc. I don't think they do blends anymore. They just they just went into the uh, single malt stuff. Right. Um, over the years, he developed his skills as, as a malt whiskey maturationer. 
that's not a word, everyone. I thought I'd just <laughs> whack it in there. Yes. And grew a massive portfolio of maturing whiskey casks, etc. Um, and he passed on his knowledge to his uh, family, including his son, George Urquhart. And he, he was known as Mr. George. And he was a true pioneer, apparently. And he was instrumental in the success of Scotch whiskey, in particular, single malts. Dave. So we've heard this before that single malts didn't get big until the 60s. And it was kind of thanks to, in part, this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, he started at the business in 1933 and in 1968 created uh, the iconic, apparently, Connoisseur's Choice range um, featuring mm-hmm. single malts um, right. at the time, which were mostly used for blending. That's, of course, like Johnny Walker and stuff. They went, they went the blending route and they got big doing that. But yeah. This guy helped start the popularity of single malts around the 60s. And the company still owns, oh, I don't know when they got hold of it from um, James Corden and the other guy, but uh, it's owned by the Urquhart's. And now they're in the fourth generation of family um, who are running it and owning it, etc. So it's pretty cool, I think. Wow. And uh, yeah, they've worked with over 100 distilleries in their 120 years they've been going. And, uh, yeah, do you remember a few weeks back, or a few months back, we talked about the 80-year-old Glenn Livett, which was released. It was these guys who came out of oh, the 80-year-old Glenn Livett. It's distilled in 1940 in an ex-sherry cask, and uh, it's got a fancy decanter and all kinds of stuff. It was the, it was the uh, fancy stall, Dave. We didn't go and see it at the uh, whiskey show, if you remember right. Uh, hang on, is it, was it one that we went to go and see, but there was a big queue, so we didn't... No, that was... Um, McAllen. Oh, right, I see. Now, this was in the corner we didn't even go to because we just, I don't know, we were preoccupied the entire day. But uh, it's all good. They'll be there next year. Yeah, these guys are also building their own distillery. I gave you a little picture there, Dave. Um, I'm not sure when it's going to be ready. Yeah, I'll put a link in the description, everyone, to a article on that distillery, which they're building in uh, in a national park, in Carngorms National Park in Speyside. Right. Probably. So... But yeah, let's talk about this whiskey and should we pour some? Yeah, 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 exactly. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. Right, this isn't the proper cork. Right, okay. So... Did it... Was it a good cork? (laughs) It broke, so... (laughs) No, Danny broke it. He's he's horrific. I didn't break it. I was fine with me. But there we go. Did you like the opening, though? I did. I love the opening. The whole opening experience was fantastic. The top stopper is just so soft. It comes with a tin, Dave. Okay. Look at that posh, nice copper top to it as well. Got a lovely, like, colour scheme. Well, it's not real copper, is it? No, it's not copper, but it's... (laughs) Even the inside is lined with G&M. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. Anyway, I like it. I like it. Can you tell? I was very excited when uh, when I received this. So uh, I poured mine. I poured this sample you sent me. Thank you very much, by the way. I appreciate that. You're very welcome, Dave. Nosing. Oh, there's a few different things going on there, isn't there? It's very pretty. Is it? I think so. It is PT. This is from their... This is basically from their Discovery range, which is their introduction. Which Um, there's very little information about on their website, by the way. Really? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, further reading on this, there's not much going on. But it's basically flavour-led. They have three different styles. They have um, sherry, smoky, and bourbon. And they release whiskies under that kind of flavour. Uh, is, is that C. is that within all of the ranges? So they've got five, right? 
No, this is just for the discovery. It's just discovery, right. <clears throat> yeah. The other range is where you get into the posh stuff. You know, right, you've got your distillery labels range, the connoisseur's choice that I mentioned the other day. The other day, we've been doing this for like three days now, this episode. Um, private collection, get a bit more posh. And then you get the generations. That's where you get the 75-year-old Mortlax and the 80-year-old Glenlivets, right. etc. I understand. Big yeah, the money. big bucks. The big, yeah. big, big, big money, right. The 80, I mean, you're talking 85 grand and upwards for the 80-year-old, I think. <laughs> so, but it's for a 70 CL, Dave, not a 50. So, you know, yeah. you're getting your money <laughs> You know, that always catches you out, isn't it? When you, when oh, you see, yeah, especially when you, when... you bought a 50 CL, and you're like, oh. Oh, you know, well, well, that's 85 it's... grand for a 70 CL. So it's, it's, it's well worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's nearly 10 grand a CL, uh, for 10 CL. <laughs> nearly. I mean, yeah. anyway, 12, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on in the nose. You have to, for me, again, I, you have to get past the peat. Once you get past the peat, it does open up and it's quite pleasant. It's a very reassuring peat. Really, I'm I'm liking it. It's it's not your smoky peat. It's your peaty peat. You know, it's your uh, medicinal Lafroigy kind of peat. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. liking. Yeah. I'm liking about it. You're not. No, but but once you get past that on the nose, there's some nice things there. Some, there's you're some fruity right. apples. Yeah, exactly. Orchard yeah. fruits. Yeah, uh, a little yeah. bit of spice in there. Yeah, um, some pepper. Don't know if you're getting that. Oh, some lemon. Oh, citrus. Yeah. Mm. So this is the Kalila one. Um, yeah, a lot going other on. One, other ones have got, they've got like a 10-year-old uh, Bunaharban and uh, a Ledeg 12-year as well in the smoky range. All right. So yeah, uh, should we try this then? Yeah, let's get something in our mouth. Mmm. 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 Mm. It doesn't have the oomph on the tongue that I thought I was going to get. This is 43% ABV. I need another sip, not because I want it, though. Oh, no, we've gone there. Yeah. Oh, Dave. But it's that peatiness that it's just too much at the front. Like, it just isn't a pleasant peat. It's an ashy kind of thing going on. And it makes sense if they're calling it a smoky whiskey, right? That does make sense. But yeah, remember when we had that, when we first had something that was ashy? I think it was the Connemara way Con- back when. Yeah. And it was, it was that ashiness. Like, that's what I got with the first sip. Oh, now, okay. I'm hoping the second sip I get past that because sometimes that happens. Mm. But I'm the aftertaste, that's all I've got is that ash. Right. So for me, that's not, yeah, that, that uh, <sighs> girl from Mars is not doing it for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm struggling with that one, mate, if I'm brutally honest. It's not overwhelming in the mouth. The alcohol level's fine. Uh, if you like smoky peaty stuff you're probably going to be quite comfortable with this it's not but it's equally it's not i don't think it's a gateway into it i don't think it's are you saying that the peaty ashiness is overbearing the other flavors you might have been getting on the nose for example yeah absolutely the the, the nice stuff that was coming through on the nose after i got past the peat isn't then there on the in the mouth for me i haven't noticed it yet i will persevere but so far two sips in it's not it's not happened I'm not getting the sweetness. No, you're not, are you? The, the prettiness mm. that you you were describing. Yeah, it's pretty on the nose. You know, I like I like the smokiness of it, and that's why people would buy this. I mean, it's it's not it's not trying to mask it, is it? I mean, it's advert. It's branded like that, so yeah. If you want that, it's going to deliver. Yeah. Um, I think I mean we've had peaty whiskey, smoky whiskeys, which I've enjoyed, and this isn't one of them. Mm-hmm. For me. 
I mean, I, I don't want to guide you there. That's my thoughts. But you know that this, this, this is, in my opinion, this is more of a whiskey that you would have enjoyed than me anyway. So mm. you may be looking at it going, oh, yeah, I actually really like that. Things with peaty stuff like this, especially the medicinal stuff, I, I'm just going like, is it nicer than a Lagavulin? Lagavulin. And yeah. for me, it's not. It's not a Lagavulin. It's definitely not, is it? No. I mean, Kalila is... We've had Kalila lot, that I've liked. We've had it. Yeah, we have liked it. Yeah, it's it's um, a lot of independent bottlers bottle Kalila. Yeah, we, I, I, was, I think it was Julie Hamilton or Billy yeah, was, gave us a Kalila and we loved it. It was yeah. amazing. I think Julie, so, gave, yeah, Julie gave us one as well. We've had a couple now. Yeah, we've always liked them. Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe that's why I'm disappointed because it's just a, uh, it's not that it's bad. It's just, uh, for me, it's a bit of nothing. It's, and I think because we've had good ones and the ones we've had are probably a lot more expensive. I'm not sure on the price of this. They're probably a lot yeah. more expensive. Yeah, um, I were. Yeah. So it's a bit harsh to then go back to maybe something. Is it, well, I'm, I'm going by the fact it's called Discovery Range. What are we talking price range here? What, 40, 50 quid? We're talking about 50 quid. Right. A little bit Ooh. cheaper on forty seven ninety five on Whiskey Exchange, fifty quid on the uh, GNM website, seventy CL, not the fifty. Um, so you wouldn't go for this for the. I'm thinking maybe you prefer one like this, one of the sherry range or one yeah, of the I'm, sherry I'm, bottles or something. You know, I'm sure Gordon McFowl will have lovely whiskies. I mean, mm-hmm. a quick glance on their website, they've got ridiculous amount, a ridiculous yeah. amount. Right, if you. <laughs> I mean, this is why I'm struggling because if you go, you go onto their website and there's a kind of, you search their whiskies, right? And there's a thing that says range and you click on discovery and nothing comes up. Yes. But yeah, I know that their website is a bit of a mess. I'm not going to lie. Because later on, I just stumbled on the discovery range in a completely different part of the yeah, of so the, uh, I found the discovery section, but it doesn't list what other whiskies there are there. So, right. but what I have found is I've found one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve pages of connoisseur range. New page: thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-three different Kalila expressions they're selling. Oh, okay. Right. In the connoisseurs and maybe... Well, yeah, mixture. There's that. a connoisseur, yeah. there's a private collection. Most of them are connoisseurs. There's one private mm-hmm. collection. So, I, I, and then we know they've got this as well. So, they're doing a hell of a lot of Kalila, and I reckon <laughs> quite a few of them I'm going to like. But they seem yeah. to have a hell of a lot of whiskey on there. There's no way I'm not going to like 95% of it. Oh, for sure. I mean, the Connoisseur's, connoisseur's Choice... They were, the ones I was looking at, they range from 100 to 800 pounds. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, you'd, so you'd want them up. to be good, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. It's a step up. Yeah, and Yeah, this sure. is, it's meant to be an introduction, this. And uh, yeah, there might be another one of these bottlings, which is more to your taste. But you wouldn't have picked up the smoky one anyway. You would have maybe gone for a bourbon or a, or a sherry bottle. Right, hang on a moment. All right, so this is, this is I've, I think I've sussed out this website even more. Right. Yeah. On, you have to click status as Whiskey Vault rather than new releases, and then right. the discovery range comes up. Right. Okay. okay. And there is either. just, right. That's on the left at the bottom. It says status, and it, it automatically has new releases. Right. Okay. So the discovery range has got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Your website is too complicated. Well, there's an, argument to say they've got, there's an argument to say they've got too much going on. They're selling too many varieties. Mm. Like... 
in my opinion, there's an, an argument to be said that if majority of them are really great, then, then wonderful. But well, do we class Gordon McFowl an independent bottler? Yeah. Yeah, right. So a lot of the indie, indie bottlers that we've had before have less on their yeah, website. They're oh, yeah, but, but they're, they're kind of release. I don't think they have as much stock. I think they do more. They'll just bottle a certain amount and that'd be it. And then they're almost like seasons, if you know what I mean. You know, right. these guys, I think, I just have a load because they've been doing it so long, you know? Yeah, but they're not selling out. No, probably not. And, but <laughs> does that not make you think that maybe they're not very, like, I don't know, no, that I'm troubles sure. me a little bit. It depends bit. how much they have of each one, doesn't it? We don't know about their business uh, business practices or business model. No, good point. But yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at 120 years, mate. 120 years. They're going to have a few, uh, few cars behind them. And I'm, I'm just looking at this thinking, is it all style and, and quantities? It's very posh. And ta- tailoring to the Johnny Walker kind of... Nah, it's not. Pe- this pe- is, well, mm. this is the only one of theirs I've had. It's not that great. The website's got far too much on it. Doesn't really work. It looks a bit style over substance. Like I'd love to try some of the nicer stuff, but off, off, you know, again, if this is your discovery range, and we've had good cheap, or well, not cheap, but a good this value peated whiskey, smoky whiskies, we've had really mm. good stuff that I've really enjoyed, and that's mm-hmm. someone who's not into peat. So for me, that that's concerning a little bit. Um, maybe I'm being really harsh here, but yeah, I mean, the website's a mess. You've been in a harsh mood the last couple of weeks, actually. You know. I don't think I have. I don't think I have been. But well, you, I mean, you, you, just, said, you said Beaumont was just were failing as a brand because of a <laughs> did, did because they were failing the brand. Pretty much, I think. You, I think they failed because uh, we we didn't want to like try any of their more expensive whiskeys because well, no, we didn't like the look of the bottle of the twelve year or whatever it was. Well, it was it was a rubbish failing. brand. It wasn't. I think it? they're failing as a brand. <laughs> but anyway. Well, maybe not fame as a brand, but, you know, if they're, if they're, again, if your discovery range isn't very good, why are you then going to step up and spend more money? And I think that's what I was getting at then, was I not? Yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I like this as a smoky whiskey. I, I wish I had more of uh, the fruity notes. It was a bit flat on the tongue, mouthfeel, but, you know, will I buy another one? No, I would try one of their sherry ones. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd, yeah, I'd love to try one of the sherry yeah, ones. I won't, I won't buy a second one of these, uh, the Kalila. Mm. But, uh, but somebody else might. Yeah, what you were meant to be getting, I've got their tasting notes here. Um, oh, those, yeah. Sweet vanilla, fleshy apple, mm, flesh, and apricot um, lead, lead among dry cured meat and peat smoke. Oh, dry nose. cured meat. I am getting that, actually. Yeah. Uh, on the, I'm not sure if I want that in a whiskey, but cool, I like it. I like dry cured meat, so... I, I love it. Yeah. Um, palette, white fruit, sponge cake, lemon, oat cakes, and smoked cheese. Ash. Yeah. <laughs> Still getting that ash. Sponge cake. Am I getting sponge cake? If I think really hard, then I'm just thinking about sponge cake and getting hungry. No, I, I can maybe smoke cheese, but just the smoked part, not the cheese. Yeah. Lemon. Maybe on the finish. Do you know what? I think I am getting a little bit of cheese in there. Like, it's really smoked cheddar. And actually, I'm not a big fan of really smoked cheddar. You know, oh, yeah, I, I love cheese, but that's that oh, wouldn't yeah. be one I would go for. Mm. But yeah, that's the only note out of that 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 does make sense. I think perhaps. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. So, um, yes, I'm going to take a moment to fill out our uh, our scoring system, our really simple scoring system. 
to whiskey. And we're back in the room. So interesting. You've given it the same score as the Bowmore, and I've gone lower. Yeah. But yeah, so you, you gave it 40%. I gave it 22.86, which gives it a whiskey and things total of 31.43 compared to the 35.71 the Bowmore got and the 60% the Epicurean got. So wow. yeah, that's where, it, that's where it sits at the moment. I mean, I know people are going to say it's a half scoring system, but... It is. It is a harsh Go to our website to have a look at our harsh scoring system. It's there, I think, and I think actually think it's a fair scoring system. So it is pretty fair because, like, there's bottles on my shelf which I will say yes to most of those questions on that scoring system. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think there is a hundred percent score on there for me if if uh, if the right whiskey comes along. I know there's been whiskeys where I've probably said yes to all of those things. Anyway, yeah. what I will say is I know this sounds really harsh on a really established well-loved brand like Gordon and McFowl that we've given a whiskey this lower score. But I don't, as we said earlier, I don't think we would have that score for all their whiskeys, clearly. Oh, no, 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 uh, no, like, no, no. And, I, and I, I actually am happy to spend money on another of the Discovery range just to kind of prove myself right in that because I think there'll be other ones which are more suited to my palate. Yes, I um, would love to try a sherried one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And if anyone from Gordon McFowl listens to this and thinks you guys don't know what you're on about, by all means, send us some more whiskey and we'll, we'll, we'll try yeah. it. But yeah, please. If you, you know, um, I, I actually would happily buy a bottle of another one. Not this one, though. This one just didn't do it for me. Again, I will say the difficulty there is they've just got so much there. It's difficult to know which one. Yeah, I but, think they have three varieties of each of the uh, in the Discovery range, I think, they've, at the moment. But yeah, anyway, um, look around. But yeah, I'm eager to try some more. I'm eager to try I mean, some yeah, more. Yeah, I mean, just like Johnny Walker, we weren't, we haven't always been impressed with them, but we have found ones we really yeah. like. Yeah. And further reading, Dave, I did give it a point for further reading because they have some really great videos on their site about the history and also about the uh, the 80-year-old Glenn Livett and a few of the other more extravagant ones. Their production on their videos is really, really great. Wants to be when you're charging 80 grand <laughs> for a bottle of whiskey, mate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one yeah, bottle of whiskey covers that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't hire Nick Kent with one DSLR to make those videos. <laughs> oh, wait, two. I might have done two SLR, two, two uh, cameras on that. But uh, there we go. For sure. All right, then, let's move on. But that, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Cheers for sending that over. No worries. Why they ever let two Englishmen have a whiskey podcast, I'll never know. All right, buddy. Well, uh, I think that's it for this week, isn't it? But uh, another another harshly scored whiskey. And it's weird, isn't it? Because I think, actually, if we went back to most of our whiskeys, we'd probably probably be better than... We've started scoring, and we're either getting harsher because we're scoring, or... Um, No, we're just drawing attention to it now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think there's no hiding. If you're going to score... There's no hiding if like if you if you weren't that impressed before you could hide it a little bit but actually if you're scoring it you can't hide it yeah because if you think about it if we were doing the regular way of scoring the nose was nice they would have had tw- like 23 24 points off the bat yeah you know from that so um, but they they don't under the whiskey and things scoring absolutely system. not absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. I think not. we should try and uh, campaign to make it the industry standard. Industry standard, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> industry standard of scoring. We'd rock the whole business, mate. Yeah. Do you, do you know, I did think actually we may be missing out on some questions, but like just because we've explicitly said, is it great? Yes. Right. Not good. 
But everything's I think good. A, a lot of things I think are good. Actually, you should keep that question, but we potentially could have had is it good? Is it average? But then you just end up with score like just to give it some points. But yeah. all that does is it means you get a load of fifty to sixty percenters. Whereas We could have done like a, you know, the old one to three or one to five for each one, like on taste. But then you'd be marking down Oh, that's too complicated. That's a complicated spreadsheet exactly. to program there. Exactly. I'm He's still working on this app. This. I'm still working on the app, Nick, to make it even easier. But mm. uh, I say I'm working on it. I've just got it in my head how I want it to look. Anyway. <laughs> how, just to look. Okay. Yeah. Right. And how it should um, function. Anyway. Have we got uh, uh, yeah. any other business, Dave? No, I don't actually. Have you? No, not really. <laughs> just <laughs> want to get picked for a jury, Nick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just want one chance to listen to a case. And so I've not wasted this two weeks. Uh, I want to hear one. In a no, room. you're not allowed, are you? I'm not allowed to tell anyone. I won't be able to tell any me. details. Tell at all. Me. You would tell me. You would tell me. I won't. I wouldn't. I would tell. It's bad. It's bad enough that I've already said what I have said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. I'll speak to you soon, then, mate. And uh, I think the Rangers have had their share. And so have you, listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming. coming. Yeah. Yeah! Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions. Yeah! To be yourself, because that's what's really cool. That's what's really cool.